As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, happy New Year's Eve. We have made it to the end of 2021. We are staring 2022 right in the face as we speak. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I am so ready to sail right on into this year and continue to serve and give you value, connect with you, build relationships with you, and just enjoy being in partnership with our team, being in partnership with our incredible clients and all the people who are in our structured freedom and tribe of legends community, as well as our built to last podcast community. It has been such an honor and privilege to kick off this show. We kicked it off in October, the first week in October, and we've done over 25 shows. We do we released two shows a week. It's been, it's been absolutely phenomenal. You know, I had a podcast a couple of years ago that I did with Sean. I believe it was the year of, I think we did that 20, all of 2019. And sometimes you do things and they don't, they don't go the way you thought they were going to go, or they don't work out. And, you know, you can get to the end of something and think to yourself, wow, like I invested so much time and energy and money and creativity, and brain power, and all the things, and we're just going to stop it. We're just going to end it. It's done. And you can look back and be bitter, or, or be resentful, or regretful, but sometimes we need to go through things like that, where we put forth a ton of energy and heart into something that doesn't pan out. It's okay. I mean, just look at life. Not you know, We don't win every game if you play sports. You know, there's always a loser and a winner. In business, you know, we are, we're not winning all the time. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we're always winning, but you get what I mean though. Some, sometimes things don't work out and we, we, you know, we need to go through experiences where maybe we're walking around in circles. Maybe we are wandering and meandering around trying to get to answers or clarity or a vision or alignment, or what feels really good, whether that's the type of client you're working with, the type of program service or product that you're offering, the way in which you're conducting your marketing or your sales process, even team members. You know, we have a lot of clients who we, we do quite a bit of training our clients on team building, building a winning team to increase their productivity and profits. And we actually train our clients' teams as well. And sidebar, I have a brand new program coming out in February of 2022 with my good friend and team member, Elizabeth Galprin. It's called Take the Lead. And it's a leadership and team building program for entrepreneurs who have a service-based business 
with teams the size of about three to 10 people on the team. So if that's something you're interested in, let me know. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram or info at structurefreedom.com if you would like more info about that. But you know, uh, a lot of our clients come to us and they're kind of bummed because certain team members aren't working out. And, you know, we have to go through things like that. We get to go through things like that because it's pointing us, it's moving us, it's guiding us and directing us towards the direction or the pathway or the journey that we are meant to travel while we're here. And sometimes it doesn't make sense in the middle. Sometimes it doesn't even make sense when we close that chapter or close that book. But hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say, and it's easier to connect the dots from the future looking back than it is from the present into the future. So I wanted to dedicate today's episode to what I am personally going to do better in 2022. I have a running list here of things that I have been thinking about. If you have been listening to my solo episodes recently, the last, actually the entire month of December, you'll know that I have had the privilege of spending a lot of time with myself because we have been kind of sick all of December in our house. We're better now. We're good now. Um, I don't know what I had tested negative for the, you know, what, but perhaps I had it because my husband got it. Sean got it. Um, the, you know, what the C word, um, that ends in D he got it after I did. So literally as I was starting to feel like myself again, uh, I was taking care of Sean, but he didn't really have symptoms. His were just like a cut the common cold. That's it. But I was really, really sick. I was pretty much out of anything and everything for two weeks, spent a lot of time in my bed, in my room or on the couch when I finally emerged from my bedroom. And, you know, I wasn't watching movies. I wasn't watching Netflix. I wasn't on my phone hardly at all. I didn't have my computer open. I did a lot of sleeping. I did a lot of listening to worship music. I did a lot of prayer. I didn't even read. I couldn't. I mean, I just couldn't. It was, I didn't have it in me. I didn't have any energy. And I got to spend a lot of time with me and God and asking questions and praying and meditating on what I was praying about and getting really in tune with my own soul and honestly giving my soul a rest. You know, there's a really big difference between physical rest and soul rest. I'm actually reading a book right now and the name of the book is Soul Rest. I will put that down in the show notes below so you can go check it out. It's pretty incredible. Oftentimes we get burned out, we get exhausted and we say we need a vacation or we need to take some days off or we get to the weekend and we're like, I'm going to do nothing. I'm just not going to do anything. I'm going to veg out on the couch. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to catch up on shows. And that's, that's great for physical rest, but soul rest is different from physical rest. It's getting really in touch with, you know, who you are, whose you are. And where you are meant to go um, next. So I had a lot of time with myself throughout most of December. And I'm going to share with you on what I'm going to do better in 2022. 
I don't, this is not in any type of order either. I don't have it in an order of priority. I also don't have it designated. Like I'm going to share half personal and then half business. It's just all kind of clumped together. Um, it's not organized. So you're going to hear things that are things I'm going to do better personally and things I'm going to do better professionally. And I don't think this list is done. It doesn't feel like a finished list to me. It's probably something that I will continue to add to. You know, I'm not a believer in that at the beginning of a year, we just decide like, this is what it is. I believe that we have a kickstart. We have a starting point and I'm going to keep this list running. Maybe I'll remember to do some episodes quarterly and give you an update. I've got a bulleted list here on my notes app on my phone. I'm going to keep adding to it <clears throat> as we go. All right. So here, here we go. Let's dive in what I'm going to do better in 2022. Number one, this is huge for me. And this is huge for anyone. If you are either a perfectionist or a people pleaser or someone who is really independent, or you believe that looking anything less than you've got it all figured out is a weakness. You're going to totally get what I mean here. My first one is asking for help and support. That is something that I'm actually a little surprised at myself. I have done it over the last few years, less and less and less every single year. And that is really burdensome. It is very heavy. And sometimes you can wear that physically and, you know, you can get really tired from trying to do everything on your own or trying to make everyone else think that you've got it all figured out and you don't need any help. Now, what I have come to observe is that when other people believe that you are a superstar, a rock star, that you're out there killing it, they see you all over the place. They think you're a robot. They think you're a machine. Um, you're crushing it in your business. These are things that I hear all the time. Like people message me and say those things to me. And I'm sitting over here thinking like, well, I don't really feel like I'm rocking it to the degree that you think I'm rocking it. Like, where are you seeing that? You know, we, the way we see ourselves is very different than other people see us. But what I have observed is that when people think that about you, especially in your business, they do not offer help, right? So no one's going to come along and knock on your door or slide into the DMs and say, Hey, do you need some help? Hey, how can I help you? Hey, how can I take something off your plate? Hey, how can I help you promote your programs? Nobody's going to do that. So you really have to go out and ask. And here's another observation I made this, this year. It's this. <clears throat> it's that we make ourselves available to receive, but only when we're asking. If we're not asking, we're not receiving. So I'm going to improve asking for help and support whether that is from referral partners, collaborative partners, my own clients. One of the things that we're going to do, I think I have this on my list somewhere. Oh, maybe we'll get to it. One of the things that I'm also going to improve is a much stronger referral program in, um, in our business. I call it an ambassador program um, to be exact. That's one of our big things. And one of my friends, uh, Mandy Ellison, I did an episode, a podcast episode with her on the Built to Last show. It was in the, one of the early weeks. So go back and listen to that. She's incredible. Uh, 
one of the things that she includes in her contracts with clients is that I don't know what it is word for word, so don't quote me on it, but there is a section in her contracts that says you are, uh, I don't know if the word is required. I don't know if required is used or not, but you're required. We're going to use it. You're required, expected. We'll use the word expected. You're expected to make introductions to other potential clients. That is, that is in their contract when, an, when a new client comes in. So we're going to be adding that to our contracts specifically for our mastermind program. All right. That was number one, asking for help and support. Number two, aligning with God's plan, aligning with God's plan. You know, something else that you overachievers and hard workers and people who really like results and outcomes, sometimes we can get a bit too fixated on, on the end result and we can lose sight of the enjoyment of the process and growth. And honestly, that is something that I experienced to a really high degree this year. And I depended just way too much on myself and my own brain and my own intellect and my own willpower and all those things, relying on other people, not other people, but not relying on other people in terms of them doing things for me, but relying on other people to show me the way I should be doing things. And I kind of got away from checking in with what is God's plan for my life and for my business. And he is absolutely taking on the burden and we don't have to, I don't have to, and you don't have to. So aligning with God's plan is a huge one for me um, to do better with in 2022. Number three is investing more time with Brighton and Sean. So here again, you know, I actually don't work that many hours. I'm not someone who puts in 60 to 80 hours a week. In fact, I, I don't think I even put in 40. I typically don't start my workday until around 1030 or 11 because we do school drop off. Sean and I go to the gym. We don't get home from the gym until about 915, between 915 and 930. Then we make our breakfast. Then we eat our breakfast. By then it's 10. And then I hop in the shower, usually around 10 o'clock, and I'm not done getting ready until about 1045. So my workday starts at 11. I always take at least 30 minutes for lunch, usually around 1230. And then I pretty much am done with my day between five and six o'clock. So when you incorporate lunch in there, I'm only working about six to seven hours a day or not even about six, I'd say average, and six times five is 30. So that's only 30 hours of work a week. I also don't work at night. I do not do well if, with my face and my computer at night. And I will do some work on the weekends. So there are weekends where I will put in four to six hours. So that kind of pushes me up to 35 to 40 hours a week. It's not that much. However, you know, I think you're going to get this when I say it. I do a lot of thinking in my head and even when I'm not in work mode or sitting at my desk in my office, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about results. I'm thinking about marketing and sales. I'm thinking about what I'm doing next. I'm thinking about my clients. And when you are, when your mind is elsewhere, you are not present with the people who are sitting in the same room with you in the same house under the same roof. And they know it too. So, you know, ladies, don't think that you are somehow disguising the fact that 
you're thinking about, you know, what you want to do next in your business. Your family knows. They know when you're distant. They know when you're in think mode. They know when you are stressed out, overwhelmed. You don't have to say anything. They can tell. They can tell when you are just slightly not present. So I'm going to improve investing more time with Brighton and Sean. For me, that is something that has to be planned. I can't just, you know, if something is not in my calendar, it's not happening. Even, you know, and, and what I mean by that is not that you have to fill your entire calendar up. You can have intentional white space and then you get to fill that white space with whatever you want. Just be intentional about that white space. I'll be filling it with my family. Oh, here is one of my favorites. This is my fourth one. Something that we used to do quite a bit when we first moved to Florida, I'd say for the first two to three years, we did this way more often than we have the last year, year and a half because we moved. So I used to live really, really, really close to the Gulf side (coughs) of our county. In fact, the first house we lived in, it was on the water. And that particular house, you saw the sunset every single day. And then we kind of moved around to a couple of different places, but we were still within walking distance of the water. And now we live on the bay side of our county. And it's about a 15 to 20 minute drive to be able to see an epic sunset over the water. And it honestly, it's one of my most favorite things to do. It fills me up with so much joy. I absolutely love it. I could drive down to the water every single night and watch the sunset. So one thing I'm going to improve is watching more sunsets. Because that is, I feel fully alive. And, you know, in our, as business owners and entrepreneurs, there's so much burnout and exhaustion and fatigue and adrenal fatigue. There's a lot of, you know, I'm just going to say it. So many of us, maybe you included there, there are a lot of things where we get very frustrated about or irritated or things that we don't like doing, or, you know, one of the ones I hear a lot and I've experienced it as well is working with clients that are not the best fit because they can't actually access your zone of genius. And then you just feel like you're wasting your gift and you're wasting your talent. And it's not even about wasting your time. You literally feel like you're wasting your gifts. Um, and that's, that's not to, that's not in, you know, like putting down clients, that's our fault, right? Like we're the ones who brought the clients on. We're the ones who had the messaging and the marketing and the sales process that attracted that. And we're the ones who said yes, when they said they wanted to join our program. So we have to take full responsibility for that. But why I'm saying the whole thing around being exhausted and being burned out, it's not because we're working too hard or working too many hours for most people. It's because we're not doing enough of the things that make us feel fully alive sunsets are that for me. So I'm improving on watching more sunsets, whether it's by myself or with my family, if they want to come, uh, what else do I have here? Okay. Here's another really fun one. It's super enjoyable and something that historically I have not been good at, and it is spending time with friends. It is beyond that is cultivating real friendships especially with other women. That is something that I tend to shy away from. I wouldn't say I avoid it. I shy away from it. Or I will start getting like kind of close to somebody, but then 
the way it comes across, I know to them, it's not what I'm doing. I'll have to do another episode about this. I know the way that it appears to someone else. It's that I'm kind of just like blowing them off. Right. And, and friends don't do that. Um, and female friendships is something that I feel like I'm really missing in my life as you know, the age that I'm at, I'm 39. I'll be 40 in June of next year. Super exciting. I'm very excited about that. Cannot wait to plan 40th birthday trip, uh, with Sean and how cool would it be to do that with a group of girlfriends? I actually want to do two trips. I wanted to do a trip with Sean and then I want to do a trip with some girlfriends. I think that would just be absolutely amazing. And you know, investing time with friends and cultivating friendships and having women that you can lean on and talk to and express to and, and go on trips with and have conversation with and grow with, you know, that is a really nurturing experience. And it's something that is very important for me to cultivate among my client circles. Um, we have a, I have a mastermind called rise to legendary. It's going into its fifth year. It's amazing. It's going to be one of our biggest focuses in our business in 2022. So if you are someone who is ex extremely established and you are already at like low multiple six figures and you are wanting to grow either a boutique business that does half a million a year, or you want to have like bigger group coaching programs and you want to sail into seven figures and beyond, it's a really great fit. But something that's very important for me is facilitating collaboration and networking and friendships. And the group that we had in 2021, they're all coming back in 22. They are like the best of friends. It's absolutely incredible. Um, and, and so it's just so beautiful to see the kind of like the results of what has been put in place uh, for them to be able to cherish each other in that way. So I want to have that for myself. Okay, next one, I think we're on number one, two, three, four, five, number six. Number six, sharing more of my personality. So I historically have hired and worked with mostly men. I still do. I have a couple of coaches that are men. I have not always worked with women because I don't always resonate with it. Uh, again, honest here. It's been very challenging to find a female that wasn't just all super hardcore but never talked about mindset, never talked about flow, never talked about ease, uh, never talked about kind of like finding your own way. They were just like super hardcore work, work, work. And then you have the, you know, pendulum swing to everything is flow and ease, no structure, no systems, no process, no, no, none of that. I can't get behind that at all because it completely is out of alignment with what I believe and my way of doing things that does not work for me. I really uh, flourish in an environment that in integrates both. I love work again. I love it. I love numbers. I love being very professional. I love all things, building a real business, not a freaking hobby. And I also believe in the spiritual side, the mindset got side being aligned with God. And I want someone who can do the dance between both of those. I have found it very challenging to find a female that I resonate with uh, in that category, as well as values, specifically family values, and also my beliefs. So that's been tough. I have found way more men that share common values and beliefs and life philosophies. And I have found that men have been better at, shockingly, 
integrating both the masculine and the feminine in the way they work with their clients, in the way that they build trust, love, and respect between their clients. So I want to share more of my personality. Oh, I know I was going to say about the men. Some of the male clients, uh, not clients, coaches I've worked with have told me that I come across two either. So one coach has said, you come across too perfect. When I scroll through your social media, everything looks perfect. Your hair looks perfect. Your makeup looks perfect. Your pictures look perfect. Everything looks perfect. Copy looks perfect. I said, he goes, it's not believable. Nobody's going to stop and look at that. Although it has served me very well. I have to say over the last five years, I had another coach tell me, he goes, I bet you're a boring coach. Aren't you? I was like, what do you mean? Boring coach. He goes, here's what I mean by that. It's not that you like suck as a coach or like you're a boring person. You're not challenging your clients enough because I love, here's a little sneak peek about me. I love to be competitive, especially in sports. I've always played sports and I love to be physically active. I have a ridiculous level of stamina and endurance in like my physicality. And I love being challenged physically, like in physical endurance type of challenges. And I was chatting with my personal development coach about that one time we were actually hiking and he goes, you need to incorporate more of that part of yourself into the work that you do with your clients and challenge them. So it's less work on you. So sharing more of my personality and not being so perfect or serious is something I'm going to improve in 2022. Um, next one, number seven is believing in myself more something that I really let not consume me, but it got a little more, hmm, got a little carried away with this a little more than I would even like to admit. You know, we all have access to social media and we all are seeing what everybody else is doing, what everybody else is saying, what everybody goals, everybody else is setting results. People are seeing the way they live their lives, all that stuff. And I got kind of caught into this bit of a trap not for a really long time. It just sort of happened in pockets throughout the year where I would find myself um, scrolling around on social media just during the time that I'm, you know, posting on social media or interacting with prospects on social media or my own clients. And I would see things and then like, it kind of would stick with me for a while. And I'm like, okay, should I be saying things that way? Should I position myself that way? Should I share my message in that way? I wasn't comparing myself in terms of like money or material possessions that people had or trips people take. None of that. It was more about have they figured out some like crack some code with a message or a marketing strategy or a sales process that I haven't figured out yet. Or I have to sound like that. I had to believe in that. Or my philosophy or my methodology needs to be in this camp over here, or else people aren't going to think that. I, it wasn't so much that I know what I'm doing, but people weren't going to resonate with it because again, I tend to be, you know, excellency, mastery, and, and professionalism is extremely high on my list. And I think that it, in the online space and the service-based segment of entrepreneurship, we've kind of lost that. There's a lot of folks out there who are incredible marketers but then behind the scenes, their programs are not up to par or the way they treat their team kind of sucks. And I just really disagree with that. So I kind of went down a little bit of a path here and there 
where I started really second guessing myself and questioning myself. So I'm going to improve believing in myself more in 2022. Okay. I think we're on number eight or nine. This goes along with what I just shared, uh, but it is to use social media only for business. And what I mean by that is spending very, very, very little time on social media, showing up on social media when I need to, and only when I need to, to conduct business, get in and get out. And that's going to allow me to not be susceptible to comparing myself to other people, not being susceptible to sounding like anybody else or making myself think I need to sound like someone else or some other segment of the marketplace. And also it will help me stay firmly rooted in my zone of genius and what I am incredibly good at and more in creation mode. I'm really excited about some of the things that I'm focused on next year in 22 in terms of programs and the type of client we're going to be working with. And I don't have time to scroll all over social media or be there hardly at all. So I'm excited about that. Next one. I'm, I can't wait for this one. Okay. Only working with highly qualified clients. Not that I wasn't working with highly qualified clients before, but I had a couple of programs last year. My mastermind is like super legit. RTL. Love it. I, I literally, when we have our calls every Wednesday, sometimes we go two hours or two and a half hours because I don't want to get off. I don't want to leave those calls. I want to stay on all night. I just want to keep talking to them, want to keep working with them. And many of them I work with for, for quite a few years. So all of the clients in that program are extremely qualified. It has been honestly the last five years, a too high of a percentage of clients have not been as qualified as they needed to be for them to be able to access what I'm best at, which goes back to something I mentioned a few minutes ago, where when you're working with clients that can't access your gifts and your talents and what God's really trying to use you for, you feel like you're wasting your gifts and your talents. You don't feel like you're wasting time. You don't feel like you're wasting relationships. That's not what I mean at all. I don't want it to sound like, you know, I don't like certain people. That's not true. Uh, it is painful when you know what you are astounding at. Outstanding. Did I say astounding? Maybe that works. I don't know. Outstanding, masterful. I want to work in my mastery. And in order for me to be working in my mastery all the time, it's going to require only working with highly qualified prospects. And I'm excited for that. Next one, having more fun, just straight up, straight up more fun. And along with that, it's consistently tuning into what I desire, what, what my heart desires, where I'm being called to go, who I'm being called to serve and fully living, living a really inspired life, living an inspiring life. Because it's only when we live an inspiring life that we inspire others to live their lives more fully. I'm, I'm just thrilled for this one. I can't wait. I want to have more fun in my business. I want to have more fun with my clients. I want to have more fun with my family. I want to have more fun with myself. I want to travel more. 
I just want to enjoy life so much more than I let myself this year. I didn't really let myself enjoy this year. And it's not that I was like moping around and not enjoying anything. There are lots of things that I enjoyed this year, but as a whole, if I were going to kind of score myself or rate myself on a scale of one to 10 in the enjoyment and fun category, I would probably score myself at a three. And that pretty much sucks. And sometimes it can be challenging because, you know, if you're like me, you work from your house. So I do everything in my house. I work from my house. I live in my house. I'm mom in my house. I wife in my house. You know, we're in our home a lot. And the second half of the year, especially we were here a lot because Sean had a heart attack at the beginning of August. It was really hot here in August, September and October. And he just did not feel comfortable doing too many outdoor adventures, which we're really accustomed to. We do a lot of bike riding. We go to the beach a lot. We do a lot of things in crowds. And (laughs) after he had his heart attack, there were just certain things he did not feel comfortable doing. So we spent a lot of time, even on the weekends, just in our home um, because he didn't, he didn't feel comfortable being far away from home. So a lot of the adventures that we were used to going on, we just didn't do the second half of the year. And you can, you start to feel a bit stale when that's the way that you are operating. So we're feeling good over here, except I do still have a lingering cough from the, you know what, which I have been told might stick around for quite some time. We'll see. Okay. Next one. I'm going to fly through the rest because it's getting long. The next one, setting boundaries that protect my energy and keeps me in my zone of genius, right? So these are setting boundaries in my personal life and also setting boundaries, especially in the business, setting boundaries with team, setting boundaries with clients, setting boundaries with when I'm available and when I'm not available, setting boundaries with, uh, you know, responding to clients, uh, setting boundaries with. Uh, the types of programs and the people I want to work with, setting boundaries on how we are executing systems and processes in the business. I'm excited for this one. Uh, Next one. Okay. This is a personal one. And as I am reaching the age of 40, I'm really noticing that something I've never done as a female is take really good care of my skin. My skin doesn't look bad. So don't think that I look haggard over here, but you know, I wash my face with soap and water. So I don't have a skin regimen. I don't get facials. It's just not something that has ever really interest me. And as you get a little older, you just start to notice things. And for me, it's not so much about wrinkles. My, I feel like my skin looks a little dull and I want it to look brighter. And uh, I'm in the sun a lot as well because we live in Florida and I've grew up in the sun. I was a lifeguard for 10 years. So taking very, very better care of my skin and having a skin routine, using really awesome skin products, even getting some facials. I'm excited for that one. All right, next one, we're kind of bouncing back to the business side. And one thing I'm going to improve is visibility. So what I mean by visibility is very different from creating content for your already existing audience, whether that's your social media audience, your email audience, your Facebook group audience, your community, your own clients. I don't have any issues with that. I do it in spades. It is getting more visible in front of audiences that have never heard my name or seen my face. It's not about, oh, you need to be on video more. That's not what I mean, right? So visibility to me is not just about be on video more. 
To me, the video category is still in the content category. To me, there's a difference between visibility and content. Content that is nurturing people who are in your pipeline or in your sphere already. That is content. I'm talking about visibility, whether it's more podcast guesting, which is on the list. We already started doing that last week. So my team is pitching me to lots of podcasts. Um, and my goal is to do uh, two a week. So if you're looking for a guest on all things business and scaling, holla at your girl. So podcast guesting in tandem with this show is one of our big strategies next year. And doing more speaking to other people's audiences, whether that's coming into their community as a guest expert, being interviewed to their community, doing master classes and collaborations with other people, strategic partnerships is on our visibility plan for 2022. And I cannot wait, cannot wait. Next one, we have a couple more here. Connecting people together even more than I currently do. I absolutely love it when people connect me with others who think that I'd be, you know, we have some sort of strategic alignment or collaboration opportunity. And it's, it's something that I already do. I already do it quite well. And I, I still want to improve it. I want to do a better job. And I want to really focus on a weekly basis, asking myself the question on a daily basis, who can I connect today? Who can I connect today? Who can I connect to, to each other in a way that does not benefit me at all because it's not why I do it. So I am looking forward to that. And it's, it's honestly as simple as asking yourself that question every day. Next one. Okay, this is getting into my last three here are getting into some of our focus for our company next year with our program. So one of the things that we're going to improve next year is expanding our mastermind. Um, I've always kept that group to around eight to 10 people. And for years, even my team has been telling me, you totally need to double the size. And I can um, quite easily. So we're going to have a major focus on growing our membership in our Rise to Legendary Mastermind up to 20 to 25 people. And just so you know, we're also going to be raising the investment level of that program in the beginning of 2022 up to $40,000. It's a year-long hybrid program, which means there is a group element and a one-on-one -on -one element and an in-person retreat element. So there are three elements in there that make it a hybrid. Um, it's been $30,000 and we're going we're gonna to go up this year to 40 um, because it does, it does take quite a bit of my one-on-one -on -one time because I do a monthly one-on-one -on -one session with everyone and they also have boxer access to me. Okay, something else that I am just beyond, I'm tickled to death uh, that I'm bringing back. I have not done this in a very long time. VIP days. I am obsessed with VIP days. I absolutely love working with people in a VIP day. So we are going to be doing, we're going to be talking about and offering VIP days. I will open up enrollment for them probably every single month. And you're going to be staying at a luxury hotel. I'm probably going to do the Don Caesar at, in St. Pete Beach. Uh, we'll have a car service pick you up at the hotel, drop you off. We will even conduct our VIP day at the Don Caesar. Um, your meals will be included. Your hotel accommodations will be included. The car service will be included. It will be just incredibly extravagant and luxurious. And we will get down to business <clears throat> and really focus on your systems, your infrastructure, 
your client delivery optimization, your planning, your overall strategy, your processes and systems for marketing and sales, uh, and honestly, whatever it is that you, <clears throat> whatever we need to be focusing on, whatever your goals are, we'll do a pre-conversation and then we'll have a little bit of Voxer access post VIP day. I'm just, I'm like I said, I'm just tickled to do VIP days. I, I love doing them. And something else I, that is that is new, um, so it's not so much an improvement, but it's new, is working with Elizabeth Galprin. She's on our team. Uh, we have developed a new program together on leadership and team building. And it's perfect for people who have teams the size of three to 10. Uh, that starts in February. So we're really excited about that. Okay. Uh, longer episode than I wanted to do here. Uh, however, I hope you got um, some good insight, maybe even a little kick out of some things that I shared on what I'm doing better in 2022. I hope that some of this inspired you. If you haven't sat down with yourself to make a list of things that you would like to improve on in 2022, this is a really cool exercise. I really enjoyed sitting down and thinking about this. And I didn't think about it too long. I didn't overanalyze. I, I literally kind of wrote down in my notes app the first things that were coming to me. And I can't wait to put this into action and see the fruit of it throughout the year. And like I said, I'm going to keep adding to the list and perhaps we'll do some quarterly updates on this podcast topic on what I'm going to consistently add to the list to continue to improve on. Um, look, you know, happy holidays, happy new year. I'm really excited for where you are leading your life and your business as we spring into another year together. I wish you all the best with your family, with your friends, your team, your clients, your vision, your business. It's going to be a spectacular year. It already is because we've decided it's going to be a spectacular year. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to raise your confidence. You're going to raise your influence. You're going to raise your communication skills. You're going to do everything that you want to do in 2022 because you're making the decision right now to do so. And we're going to meet again here in a year and have another yearly update. And we're going to look back on this episode and realize that this was the day that we made 2022 happen because we decided it was so. If there's any way I can support you, whether it's through our mastermind program for established entrepreneurs who have their eyes set on building their business up to 500,000 to seven figures next year in 2022, reach out to me at info at structurefreedom.com, or you can reach me on Facebook or Instagram at Megan J. Huber. And let me know you're interested. We'll have a quick chat. Or if you are more interested in really focusing on building a winning team, so that you are increasing your productivity and profits and you would like a program that is super focused on team building specifically, that's my 90-day program that starts in February with my partner, Elizabeth Galprin. Uh, reach out and inquire about that. Or if you would like to snag one of these VIP days, I'm not gonna do tons of them every single month. I will probably do, obviously, definitely one a month, possibly two a month, maybe even more. We'll see. But, you know, they're going to go and they're going to go pretty quickly. So if you want to go ahead and snag one and get a date on the calendar, you know, we can look at what makes more sense to you. Quarter one, two, three, or four, you can go ahead and, and pay that off. We can go ahead and get it in the books, get your reservations booked, get you here to Florida, to St. Pete Beach, 
and have a grand time. So if you are also looking for that type of experience, then let me know and we will get you scheduled. Enjoy the new year, ring it in, uh, really establish what 2022 is going to be about for you and who you are going to become next year. We are in it together. We are all in it to win it. I am so looking forward to what you do next year. So keep me posted, keep me in the loop, reach out to me and let me know. And I'm excited to be on this built to last journey with you all year next year. Thank you so much for tuning into the built to last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.